Hey, what's up, everybody? How you doing tonight? Episode number 305, Drinking to You podcast, the only podcast that lasts until the last drop. How the hell is your Sunday going? How the hell was your week? Uh, how the hell was your turkey day, man? It took me this long, 2023, uh, to finally find turkey that I actually really loved. You know, a turkey I didn't have to smother in gravy. I've had good turkey before. It hasn't all been dry. It hasn't all been bad. Um, but a lot of the time, you just get that run-of-the-mill, you know, maybe even store-bought turkey. And it's just, it's okay. You know, like I said, you got to put gravy on it to tenderize it a little bit. The next day with the sandwiches, you got to smother it in mustard. Um, just get a little moisture going. This turkey was just unbelievable. I can't stop talking about it. Um, and it's hard to talk about a food that's not around, you know, like in the vicinity. So it's like you're just telling people what amazing turkey you had, but it's not even there to try. Um, but I can't remember where it came from either. Jesus. Uh, just everything you tell me just goes out my brain in the next five minutes. I can't remember anything anymore. Uh, but it was delicious. Apparently, smoking it is the secret. That's what makes it juicy. Uh, yeah, God, it was so good. The smoked flavor on top of it. They salted it just right. Oh, it was amazing, dude. Uh, sandwich after sandwich after sandwich the next couple of days. I, I didn't even mind. You know, normally I'll do like turkey one day. And then the next day, or maybe even the next meal, I'll do ham. You know, ham sandwich. Change it up a little bit. Um, sometimes I'll even do a combination, turkey and ham. That way that, uh, the ham rubs off on the turkey a little bit. You know, it's a little bit more juicy. Um, dude, I was just eating straight turkey sandwiches. It was so good. Like, I've never had turkey that good. It, like, fall off the bone, pretty much. Um, so I hope you had a good Thanksgiving. I hope you ate a ton. I ate a ton. Uh, I know my pants are fitting a little bit tighter now. Um, I'm drinking a Twisted Tea tonight. I'm off the uh, seltzer for tonight. No carbonation. Not for any reason specifically. They just didn't have a seltzer where I went to get my <clears throat> my tall boy. Uh, so if you got them, drink them. Bottoms up. Cheers, everybody. All right, we'll go ahead and talk a little sports, dude. I didn't even watch the Cowboys game. Uh, I turned it on. It was in the background. And um, <clears throat> I just got some good napping in, dude. There's something about, like, turning on a live sport. Uh, I mean, it was Thanksgiving, too. You're supposed to nap on Thanksgiving. Uh, but there's something about I can do it with baseball. I can do it with hockey. I can do it with basketball. Any, any game. Give me any live game. And just turn that volume down to where you can barely hear it. I don't know. For whatever reason, that's the best napping you'll ever have in your life. So that's what I did instead of watching the Cowboys game. Um, it was a good game. One of our guys set a record, apparently, and I missed it. Uh, Deron Bland uh, for the, the most pick sixes in a single NFL season. I can't remember if five was the record or the tying uh, number. So does he have five now or does he have six? Um, I just hear about this stuff, you know, after the fact, obviously, like I said, I was sleeping. Um, what record did he set? How many is it? 
Tell me, Google. Tell me now. Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm getting sick and tired of, like... Uh, this is such a small gripe, too. I'm getting sick and tired of searching for something. And, you know, they have the little tabs you can... The little arrows you can choose. For whatever reason, like, recently... You go to choose the tab that you want and nothing happens. It's like it's it's dead or something. It's like there's no link to it. Um, this one luckily did pop down. Bland recorded his fifth pick six of the season on Thanksgiving Day, breaking the record that uh, breaking the record the most in a season in NFL history. Uh, in Cowboys 45 to 10 blowout over the Washington Commanders. Um, everybody, NFL memes, man, they, they keep me in check on Facebook. You know, when I start to get high on my Cowboys and I start to think, you know, we got a pretty decent record going this season. You know, they, they definitely put me in my place. Um, Cowboys haters are always willing to hate. <laughs> and that's a lot of what NFL memes is, is hating on the Cowboys. But, you know, there's, there's some things that are really just too funny, regardless of, you know, if I'm a Cowboys fan or not. Uh, but the thing they broke down was basically just the Cowboys beating teams with shitty records. And it's true. <laughs> you know, um, we have not beat anybody big this season. We've had some blowouts. I mean, week one, you have a blowout like that against the Giants. You're thinking, okay, this is, uh, that was just because they're a really bad team. And when we face someone good, it's going to be a closer game, but we're going to pull it out. Um, I'm not, I mean, it's not over yet. It's obviously not over. We got a ways to go. So we'll see. Hopefully, uh, we can pull a little Texas Rangers there and just get hot in the playoffs, hot enough in the playoffs to blow past everybody. Um, it just seems like all of my Dallas teams recently, we're just, we got the scoring bug, which I'm not complaining about. I mean, with the major four, look, look at the Cowboys this season. Look at the uh, the Mavericks, dude. What did they win that one game? It's like 140-something to 112 or something. Like, uh, the Rangers obviously winning the championship. I mean, just demolishing in, in certain games. Uh, just run after run after run. My Dallas Stars. And I said this a couple of weeks back, and I did have a good laugh at myself. I'm, I'm glad nobody caught it. But I was basically saying how... Uh, you're not the Dallas Stars. You know it's good to put it, uh, the pucks in the net, but you're not going to outscore every team. And it's like I, I listen back. I'm like, okay, well, that's not the right way to say what I'm trying to say. You have to outscore the other team. You obviously have to score more goals than them. But that's not what I meant. I just meant you're not going to get, I don't know, five to seven goals every single game, game after game. It's just not going to happen more than likely. You know what I mean? Um, especially when it comes to the playoffs, especially when people are blocking shots, it gets intense. You're not going to roll teams um, like that in the playoffs. That's that's what I was pretty much trying to say. Not that you don't have to, in any sport, you have to outscore the other team. That's, you know, it's not exactly what I meant. I've just meant we got to work on our defense. <laughs> that was the main thing I was trying to say. Uh, so, yeah, Cowboys huge win Thanksgiving Day. Let's go around the NFL. I don't even know who played today since that was on Thursday. Um, I'll tell you who's playing, who, who's already finished up, uh, if it'll load here for me. We'll go over the, some standings here. Uh, we'll move on to hockey and my Dallas Stars' most recent blunder, uh, which is okay. You know, it's still early in the season. 
Um, all right, so here we go. Here is week 12. Uh, you got the Packers over the Lions. Wow. Uh, 29 to 22. You got the Cowboys over the Commanders, 45 to 10. 49ers over the Seahawks breaking there. I think they'd been on a three-game losing streak by that point, right? Uh, maybe they already snapped it. Uh, 31 to 13, 49ers win. Uh, Dolphins over the Jets, 34 to 13. Uh, Colts over the Buccaneers, 27 to 20. I thought the Bucks were a little bit better than that. Giants over the Patriots, 10 to 7. Divisional foe there for my Cowboys. Uh, Steelers over the Bengals, 16 to 10. Titans over the Panthers, 17 to 10. Jags over the Texans, 24 to 21. That was a pretty close game. Uh, Falcons over the Saints, 24 to 15. Rams over the Cardinals, 37 to 14. That seems like it shouldn't have happened. Uh, Broncos over the Browns, 29-12. The Eagles, those damn dirty birds, pulled it out over the Buffalo Bills, 34-37. I, I do wish I watched that game. I wish I would have seen a little bit more of that game because uh, obviously it was a good one, 34-37. Uh, Chiefs over the Raiders, 31-17. Right now, <clears throat> what's happening is Ravens, Chargers. Ravens are up 10-3, second quarter. And Monday Night Football, you got the Bears versus the Vikings. Uh, I could give a shit less who wins that series. So let's go ahead and look at the AFC here. Dolphins, the, uh, uh, the top of the AFC East, 8-3. and three, Followed by the Bills, 6-6, six and six, 500 team. Uh, AFC West, you got the Chiefs at 8-3 and three over the Broncos, 6-5. and five. Look at that! My pick... The Broncos, I mean, they're just one game above 500, but that's enough for second place in the AFC West. <laughs> um, in case you haven't listened for the past couple of weeks, um, I just did a fantasy pick, and uh, I picked the, the Eagles to win the championship, unfortunately. Um, but I picked them to play the Broncos, the Broncos to take out the Chiefs, and I knew it was a long shot. When I took it, I didn't. I hadn't been scouting the Broncos at all. I was just hoping, you know, maybe I got that sleeper team for once. The team that's tired of getting the shit kicked out of them by the Chiefs every year, you know. <laughs> but it's not their year. But, hey, look at them. They're second place, 6-5. and five. Uh, Doing better than the Raiders at 5-7 and seven, right below them. Uh, you got the AFC North. Uh, Ravens leading that <clears throat> division 8-3. Eight, eight and three. Uh, followed by the Steelers at seven and four, AFC South Jags at eight and three. Okay, Jags. I didn't know the Jags were playing that well. Followed by the Colts at six and five. Let's go over and move to the NFC. You got the Eagles at ten and one, dude. They've only lost one freaking game this season. That's uh, pretty good. Uh, followed by my Cowboys at eight and three. Giants, Commanders, not even anything to worry about. Uh, same record as the Cowboys, but leading the NFC West are the 49ers at 8-3, followed by the Seahawks at 6-5. I think that's who the Cowboys play uh, next Thursday. It's a Thursday night game this coming week. Uh, you got the Lions over the Vikings in the NFC North, 8-3. Uh, Vikings at 6-5. NFC South, you got the Falcons at 5-6 and, and the Saints at 5-6. That just seems to be a terrible division. Uh, so that's a little bit of what's going on around the NFL. Um, my Cowboys, I mean, they're hanging in there, dude. Like, we don't have the best record. Uh, we haven't really beat any good teams. But, you know, 
we're biding our time, so to speak. Hopefully, you know, like hopefully we'll turn it on playoff time. Uh, let's take another drink. Cheers, everybody. All right, moving on. Uh, my Dallas Stars off until Tuesday. I think their last game was Friday night. Uh, we lost to the to Calgary seven to four, I believe, was the final score. After coming out red hot, getting the first two goals in the first period, um, yeah, I don't know what happened. I really don't know what happened. I mean, that's it's just one of those things, dude. It's like in baseball for my Rangers. It's like the Twins. Every time I see the Twins on the schedule, I'm always thinking like, this is gonna fucking suck. Like we just we suck at matching up with the Twins, and I think that pretty much happened this season for us as well. Uh, there's other teams like that. Like uh, Blue Jays are always tough. We had a little bit of a rivalry going there uh, for a couple of years. And uh, that was always tough series on us. It's just like those styles, those certain styles of the, the certain teams, uh, they, they make the fight, so to speak. Um, let's see, hold on, I'm sorry, I just got a text here, I didn't know what that was about. Um, <clears throat> anyways, but yeah, Calgary is always a tough matchup for us. Uh, for whatever reason, I mean, they can obviously score, you know, getting seven goals in the game. Um, and I'm just going to chalk it up to, we had an amazing road trip. I'm not panicking. Uh, stars had a great road trip coming away with a lot of points. We're still overall doing really, really well. Um, I'm going to dive into that here in a second. Uh, but yeah, it's just something about that team. Every time I see Calgary too, on the, on the stars schedule, and it's kind of the same thing. It used to be that way with the penguins. Um, it seemed like, I don't know, 2013, 2014, we started to just, I don't know, beat the Penguins in whatever couple of games we had with them every season. Uh, but, yeah, Calgary is a tough matchup. Uh, there's a couple of games going on tonight. My stars are off until Tuesday. Like I said, um, we got, I don't know, a good three, four days off, something like that after we played. So I, I, I'm thinking we just needed the rest uh, with our style of play, uh, which I've mentioned before plenty of times. With our style of play... Which just seems to be all like, just shoot the fucking puck. <laughs> no, no matter what you guys do, shoot the puck. Like, just score, score, score. And I, and I like that. You know, we have the firepower to do that. You know, um, <clears throat> but eventually we are going to have to just buckle down and play some defense, man. I mean, it's you're not going to get away with that season after season, game after game. And I, I just think that's what it was. We've been playing hot hockey for a little bit. And uh, it kind of caught up with this. I mean, I'm sure Ottinger's tired by this point. A lot of the guys are, are pretty tired. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I think that's all it is. There's no panic with me. I, I think they're fine. Um, what I do find fascinating, though, is the uh, the New York Rangers. They're, t they're turning it on uh, right now. Uh, they're right behind the Bruins for the uh, Eastern Conference. The Bruins are 20... I'm sorry, 14 and 3. Oh, they're in front of the Bruins now. 15 and 3. Okay, they've won a game more. The Bruins have played a game more. Bruins have played 20. The Rangers have played 19. Now, I've always been a New York Rangers fan. Uh, it's not my number one team, obviously, having a team in Dallas. That's going to be, excuse me, my number one team. 
But uh, I've always loved the Rangers, man. We, we saw Mark Messier make his run to the cup. Uh, me and my brother were traveling when we were younger. And uh, <clears throat> we watched them go, go to the cup. It was like a nightly ritual. We'd get to the hotel room and we'd have to turn on the game. I don't know how we found it, to be honest. I don't know how we found the games to watch that we did. It was probably just on a major network. It had to be. The way things are now, dude, you're not, you're not getting, like, you'll you'll pay for a streaming service so you can watch a specific team and then their shit will go out, Valley Sports. I'm looking at you. Um, <laughs> it's fucking horrible. Uh, but, yeah, we were blessed enough to uh, get to watch that a lot of that Stanley Cup run when they won it. Uh, the bold prediction, Mark Messier saying they win, they will win. Uh, that doesn't seem to happen too much anymore, and they actually follow through. I mean, everybody thinks you're going to win it every single year, right? Uh, that's what all the fans think anyway. So, yeah, um, Stars, I think they're doing okay, man. I think they're going to be fine. It is a tight division right now. We have fallen a little bit. You got the Avalanche at 14 and 6. You got the Jets at 12 and 5. You got my Stars at 12 and 5. I don't even think Rick Bonus is back with the Jets yet. His uh his wife was having those those problems. Um and I don't even think he's back with the team. So good on them for playing well without him. Uh another little touch of news, Dallas Stars news. Apparently Andy Moog has been diagnosed with uh cancer, which is fucking horrible. Backup goaltender for uh, the Dallas Stars for, for the longest time. Um, I'm trying to think of the years he played. I mean, Andy Moog was just a household name. Was he the backup? Yeah, no, he was the starter. It was Andy Moog and Darcy Walkaluck, if you can believe that. I pulled that out of my ass. So, yeah, Moog was a starting goaltender for, for a good while. Um, so, best of luck to Andy Moog. I hope nothing happens to him, man. Uh, it sucks that uh, things are that way. But uh, if you ever happen to hear this, Andy Moog, all of Dallas has your back, and uh, and we know who the fuck you are. And we're all hoping and praying for you. Let's take another drink. Um, yeah, okay, so I haven't done this in a while. I had a little Friendsgiving um, yesterday, which was a lot of fun, man. Uh, my friends just get together and play, uh, games, you know, card games, whatever, board games. What was the one called? We played smart ass, jackass, something like that. I don't know. Uh, it was interesting, dude. It was, <laughs> there was like a, a, there's green cards on the board for smart ass and they're more like sciency cards. <laughs> And it was really hard. Like, nobody was... We had to skip a few cards. I'm not going to lie. Uh, <laughs> it's like, oh, they expect you to know shit in this game? Damn, I was just trying to have fun with my friends. But okay, I guess we're going through history. And on what date did... It's like, oh, dude, I'm not getting this one. I'm just... <laughs> I'm done. Uh, that was fun. We play a dice game, dude. I'm not going to say the name of the game because I hate it. I, I just call it dice game. Uh, if you've ever played it before, you'll probably know the name of it. I'm just not going to say it. Uh, but basically you're trying to get ones and fives. You have six dice and you try to get ones and fives to keep moving. And if you use up all your dice and you have, you know, like you have to keep a dice every time. So it's like you roll six. If you get a one or a five, you put a one to the side. Now you only have five to roll. You roll those five. You try to get a one or a five. 
you pull the five to the side or the one to the side, and you do that as much as you can to get as many points as you can. And uh, <clears throat> it's 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 a really fun game. There's got to be a scorekeeper, which I was the scorekeeper. My I mean, it's just addition. There's no subtraction. It was just addition, so I was <laughs> I was on good footing with that one. Um, but dude, it came down to it. And I've mentioned his name. I don't know if he's ever been on the podcast before. I've mentioned Travis's name, my friend Travis. And it came to a point in the game where um, Sydney had already won the game. We were playing to 10,000. She'd already won the game. She ended at like 10,250 points. And you always get like a last roll to go around the table. Everybody gets a last roll to try to beat that top score that just broke the barrier of 10,000. And, dude, Travis was on fucking fire, dude. So it's like, like I said, you get six dice, and he rolled a nice combination the first time. It was like he used four of the dice. It was like 1,500 points. And so he has two to roll. He rolls them. He gets a one. He rolls the last one. He gets a five. So now he gets to pick up all the dice and roll them again. And this happened, um, I'm thinking, four different times to where he went through all the dice and he could keep rolling because he kept getting a one or a five or he was getting a badass combination, whatever. And it came down to it. And Travis is like, I'm adding the points up as he's going because it's like he's going to take them eventually, you know, even if he busts. He's going to have to take the points to even get close to Sydney's score. So he's at like 83.50 or something like that. And he was at like six grand before this. So he's having a pretty good roll round after round. <laughs> and it's to his last one. It's like his fourth time through. He's picked up all the dice and rolled them again and made his way through and got to pick up all the dice again and rolled them again and made his way through. He's done this four times. And on his fourth fucking time, dude, he had one dice left. And we're, like, rolling it into, the like, the top of a box, you know, so they don't go everywhere. And, dude, Travis just fucking launched this die across the fucking room and, like, didn't end the game. We had more to play with. It was just fucking hilarious. Like, on your last chance uh, to keep it going, <laughs> he just threw it across the, the room. Uh, there was a lot of misfires that night. Uh, we were all drinking, having a good time. Don't uh, drink and drive. Get an Uber. Get a Lyft. Uh, text door DoorDash. They'll bring you something. Um, it was just a good time. Uh, the Jackass game, dude. There was just some obvious answers that I just did not pick up on. I was just having such a good time, just sitting there playing, um, just missing things left and right. But yeah, Travis throwing that fucking die across the room on his last roll, dude. I, I can't stop thinking about it today. It's like every time I sit there and I think about it, it cracks me up a little bit more. Um, so we had a Friendsgiving, and I want to do something that I haven't done in a while uh, that I should still keep doing. I just don't think about it. All the sports going on, all the hoopla with the Rangers and everything. Uh, we're going to go ahead and do a drink recommendation. That used to be the song I played on my phone. Uh, to get into the drink recommendations, but um, yeah, I've never tried this before. It's called Wassel. It's like a holiday drink. It's it's actually spelled W A S S A I L. Um, I guess everywhere else in the world pronounces it Wassail, like it's like it looks, like it reads. Um, you, you get over here in the West, we call it a little Wassel. That's like a perfect. It sounds like a Texan took over that name, you know. 
we put a little twang to a wassail. You ever had a wassail? I've never had wassail before. Sydney made it a point to make a big pot of this. Um, some of the ingredients are, you know, cinnamon, apple, uh, what's it called? It's not apple cider vinegar. It's, uh, just apple cider. Um, you just put, you know, stuff like that holiday, um, flavorings in there. And then you pour bourbon in there. You can do rum as well. Um, so I found a recipe. I don't know. I, I meant to write it down how Sid made hers. Uh, but I did look up a random wassail recipe just now. So I'll, I'll go ahead and give that to you guys. Um, by the way, we put Maker's Mark in ours and it was fucking delicious. I mean, it gets you in the mood, the holiday spirit. You know, it's nice and warm on the tummy. Like right now, it's fucking, it's pretty cold outside for Texas, for a Texan. It is pretty cold. Um, it was just really good, dude. It's, it's very holiday-centric, uh, which I love, you know. It's getting cold outside. So here's, um, this is from favefamilyrecipes.com, uh, F-A-V, familyrecipes.com. Um, <clears throat> where's my go-to recipe? You know, they always got to give a story of how they came across this recipe like three generations ago. Um, don't care about all that. Where's my jump to recipe? Okay, here we go. Uh, this wassail recipe makes a delicious wassail mix to add to, to water for a quick hot citrus drink on cold days. Uh, you will love the orange and lemon flavors with a hint of cinnamon, cinnamon, uh, prep time, five minutes, cook time, zero minutes. Uh, that's not true. Uh, total time, five minutes. Maybe their version is, Chris. Give them a chance. Course, drink, uh, cuisine, English. Okay, servings, 24. This makes 24 servings. And then on the webpage, they actually let you up it times two times three. We're not going to do all that. Um, <clears throat> here's what's in it. Here's what you're going to need. Uh, 20 ounces dry, dry tang powder. Wait a minute. Tang? <laughs> Can you even buy Tang anymore? I didn't even know that was still a thing. I remember Tang. Um, huh. Well, this isn't, this isn't what I was, I know for sure Sydney's that she made that I absolutely enjoyed did not have Tang in it. There was, <laughs> there was not a dry powder near, you know, there's none of that. There was no Tang. All right. We're just going to go with theirs. This is not Sydney approved. Um, 20 ounces dry tang powder, apparently. Two packets lemonade Kool-Aid dry. What the fuck? I don't think this is traditional. <laughs> yeah, back in the old English days where they had packets of tang and lemonade Kool-Aid. Um, anyways, let's, let's just keep going. 20 ounces dry tang powder. Two packets lemonade Kool-Aid dried. The kind you add sugar to, it says. Uh, two cups of sugar, two teaspoons vanilla, three teaspoons cinnamon, one and a half teaspoon cloves. Uh, that's what you're going to need for this one, apparently. Uh, here's how the hell you make it. In a large bowl, add half a cup of the tang and the two teaspoons vanilla. Mix well. Step two, add the rest of the ingredients and mix until everything is evenly distributed. Store in an airtight container. Oh, 
Okay, so the, you're just making the, the fucking powder you can pour into hot water. Uh, mix two to three heaping spoonfuls into an eight-ounce mug of hot water and stir. There's your holiday tang wassail. I did not expect tang to be an ingredient. That was a little bit of a letdown. Um, let's see what other notes it has. If you make the wassail recipe as directed below, you'll end up with enough to make 20 or more servings of soul-warming citrusy goodness. Um, and I don't like, I don't necessarily like this one. I just kind of picked one and went with it. Um, what about, there's not a, a shred of apple cider. I know that's like the main thing in there. What the fuck? So this is not traditional. Um, but that's the, <laughs> that's the drink recommendation we're going to do. Uh, as always, don't drink and drive, get an Uber, get a Lyft. Uh, message DoorDash. They'll bring it to you if the time's right. Um, I wonder if you can order Tang on DoorDash. I should look right now. I don't know. Uh, so if you got them drinking bottoms up, cheers, everybody. Fucking Tang. Not that I didn't like Tang. It's just I didn't expect it. I was not ready for that um, recipe. I didn't want that. I wanted like a big pot of stew. Like a big pot of wassail. Um... It was delicious, man. I would, 10 out of 10, drink it again. It was so fun. And I love the big, like, uh, cinnamon sticks. Just chilling in the pot while it's boiling. Oh, man, it's so good. So festive. It makes the house smell great. Oh, it was wonderful. Um, but there, get your tang on, you know? There's your tang wassail if you were looking for it. <laughs> I got to know if you can buy tang anymore. I didn't even know. I thought that went out as like the 90s thing, you know? It died in the 90s or something. Anyway, uh, let's do a couple of videos of the week. I've been obsessed with this video uh, recently. I mean, it's just a time lapse. It's, uh, let me tell you who, who I found it from. Uh, this is, oh, I've, I've mentioned them plenty of times. History, historic vids, at history and memes on X. Uh, it says, the rise and fall of blockbuster stores in the United States... Starts all the way back in 1989, and it's just a map of the U.S., and there's little flashes of, like, new stores popping up. They're all yellow. The U.S. is colored blue, and all the little dots are yellow. Um, it's just fascinating to me, man. For so many years, that was what you did. You know, on a Friday night, that was the best, dude. It's like going to the movies was fun. It was very enjoyable. But, you know, it wasn't quite the same. You couldn't pause. You could you know, you only, if you had to get more snacks, you're going to miss some of the movie. It was just a, it's just a different experience. So that was what we did Friday nights, man. We'd go up there and load up on our snacks. My mom was like, you pick a game. Your brother picks a game. Uh, she'd only let us pick one or the other, like a game or a movie. And I always picked a video game. And then she would pick a couple of movies. Uh, she tried to get something that me and my brother could watch as well. That Dude, I can't remember when Snatch came out. Snatch came out when Blockbuster was still a thing. It might have been dying off. Snatch came out when Blockbuster was still a thing. And I watched that movie so many damn times. I, I, I just kind of watched it once randomly. You know, I got my video game for that night. I went to my room and I pretty much just vegged out, played my video game till I passed out. And the next day, you know, there's just movies sitting on the table. Well, I was like, all right, I'll give this one a shot. 
and I picked up Snatch and I put it in and I watched it all the way through and I was fucking thrilled. I was so entertained by the movie and, and I was like, I watched it again. I watched, it, I probably watched it six to eight times before we had to return it. It was just so good. And you know, I didn't know much. I still don't know much about acting or anything, but that, that was the point where I realized like Brad Pitt isn't just like a, a pretty boy. Like this motherfucker can act, dude. Like it was a great role for him. Like speaking the pikey, you know, where you can barely fucking understand what he's saying. Oh, dude, it was great. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, that's. I mean, it's not really a video of the week. It is a video. It's like a time lapse video. It's just. It's just really cool to watch. It's really cool and sad to watch. About two thousand four blockbuster stores start. I think the most they ever had, according to this was like five, uh, I'm sorry, so like 53,000 stores, something like that. Yeah, January 2019, there's one fucking store left. That's, so at the height, they had 5,736, I think. It happens really fast in the video. 5,736 stores nationwide. In about 2005, they start dwindling. That's the most they ever had. Uh, start closing stores down. Now, supposedly, there's still a Blockbuster left. I don't know. And uh, I've heard this before, too. Blockbuster actually had a chance to jump in on the, the whole Netflix thing, the whole internet streaming service thing. They just chose not to. They didn't see much value in it. It's like the Netflix people came to him and was like, hey, man, like we're doing this thing. And Blockbuster was like, nah, we're good. And then, yeah, I mean, it, just a few years later, it's like you could just get movies mailed to your house. Um, I'm pretty sure I bought, <laughs> what's the movie with, uh, what's her name? Jennifer Jessica McCarthy, Jennifer McCarthy, Tammy, the movie's Tammy. I bought that on accident. Uh, from from Netflix, when you used to email, I mean, uh, mail the videos to yourself, you'd just go online, select what you want, they'd mail them to you. I accidentally bought that one, uh, which I'm sure there's a ton of better movies I could have bought. I just happened to buy that one. I lost it for a while, but uh, yeah, dude, uh, fucking Blockbuster had a chance to jump in on it, and they chose not to. It's like that whole you know adapt or die thing. You know, they chose not to adapt supposedly there's only one store left i wonder if you can even go in there and like buy movies i mean rent movies it's probably pointless now it's just you buy blockbuster merch it's like pawn stars you know pawn stars in vegas is like if you go to the store it's not a fucking pawn shop it's a gift shop <laughs> you know what i mean like you're buying pawn stars merch you, you ain't hawking a ring you know um I bet that's what it's like. You just buy Blockbuster merch. Hopefully they sell enough. I don't know. How do you keep a store open? That's crazy, dude. Um, yeah, a lot of things from when I, Toys R Us. That one's gone. I think they're bringing one back now, which is really cool. But yeah, Amazon just fucking killed them. I mean, Amazon kills everybody, really. You can just order that shit online, have it delivered. You can go next day if you're a VIP member or whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah, dude, you always have to adapt. That's crazy. That's crazy they had that many stores nationwide. Just looking at the map, I mean, it looks massive. Like, the amount of stores they had, the amount of chains, obviously the Northeast. 
they got a lot of stores there. The South, they had a lot of stores. West Coast, they're just booming, dude. And then, yeah, you, you see the peak. 5,736 stores was the most they ever got. Ah, that fucking sucks. I would still love to do that on a Friday night. Go to a Blockbuster. It's just, you know, you just scroll Netflix now and, and watch all the previews, you know. Um, just sad. Anyways, uh, let's take another drink. How far are we in? Oh, shit. We're already 30. Dude, I've just been going off lately. Not even checking the timer. Just rambling. 45 minutes at a time. Cheers, everybody. That's what you're supposed to do. I thought I had another video of the week. Did I? Is there something else I want to tell you guys about? No, no, no. Oh, uh, Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson, um, and, and Jerry Jones there on the, uh, on the broadcast. Oh, wait, I shouldn't play this. Never mind. It's nice to see them talking again. It's nice to see Jerry Jones and Jimmy. I mean, those were some good years, dude. No one can deny that. Even Jerry. You can't deny it. Those were some good years. Um, obviously, winning the championships and stuff. But uh, they had been friends for a long It's like Blink, dude. <laughs> you know? It's like they had been friends for so long before they even worked together, at uh, you know, for the Cowboys. And then they just dropped off years after that. Um, same thing with Blink, dude. One of my all-time favorite bl bands. Blands. Deron Bland. Um, <clears throat> it's all just mixing together now. But yeah, Blink, Blink kind of fell out there. I guess Boxcar Racer was like a side project that Travis and Tom did and Mark didn't like it. That's kind of what started all the turmoil or whatever. But they're back together, dude. I, I, it's just seeping in. I'm starting to hear more new Blink tracks that I've never heard before. And that's how I like to do it. I don't like to... I know I'm going to listen to it eventually, so I don't really even have to seek it out. I'm just like on a slow drip of letting new Blink songs come into my into my atmosphere. Um, and yeah, dude, they can still write a song. They, they can still write a jam. Anthem Part 3. Uh, shout out to Sean for getting me into that one. That was uh, that's a great song. It's a, they they can still do it. It's nice to see old friends come back together. You know, I did lose track of them over the Matt Skiba years. You know, uh, Tom was off doing his own thing, Angels and Airwaves, all this and that. I never listened to Angels and Airwaves. I never listened to Plus Forty Four. Uh, I heard a couple of Blink songs with Matt Skiba in the band, but it just wasn't the same. It's not Blink to me. You know, not to say I didn't like the songs, it's just not the same. And now to see them all together again is fucking, it's great, dude. It's great. That's how things should end. You started as friends, it should end as friends, you know? Um, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, what's the name of the album? One more time. This might be it, y'all. <laughs> I've definitely seen Blink a couple of times, but yeah, this might be the last one. Um, I know NoFX, one of my other favorite bands, they're... Their last tour is going to be in 2024. Um, that's sad to see, but I get it too. You know, um, Fat Mike said he's he's done the band for 40 years. Um, is that true? Good lord, man! They started a long time ago. If that's right, 
I don't know, somewhere in there, 35 to 40 years. They've been doing it a long-ass time. That's a long time to just keep grinding and playing shows and keeping up with that whole lifestyle. Like, that's, that's hard. It's hard to do. Yeah, so a lot of good things coming to an end. But, you know, uh, hopefully something new, something great will take their place. Um... It's just hard to account for all those years, like, all the dedication. Uh, I think he's still going to do the record label, Fat Mike is, so you'll still hear new bands and whatever he's into. Uh, that's really cool. I just, I really enjoyed bands like that, Blink and No Effects, because they did it their own way. You know, like, I was just talking to my friend about this the other day, Blink-182, whenever they would do an album in between, and this isn't anything they invented or anything, but they would do stupid skits, you know, stupid little voices or stupid little, they'd play out whatever roles they were, whatever it was, stupid voices pretty much. And it was like, that was the in-between of the songs and you just kind of loved it. And it became their live show. It's like them just joking around in between songs, making fun of shit. And it's like, that was everything. They could already write a song and for the live show you just act like a fucking moron it's perfect you know um it all just fell into place and it does help that they can write a song you know a catchy song um yeah this is my last drop everybody um this is it for me cheers all right um thanks for listening everybody uh, if you're bored tonight Oh, uh, well, I guess you're not going to hear this till tomorrow. Fuck. Well, I'll say it anyway. I'll be on Twitch tonight. Uh, I'm going to do a little Rocket League. I'm going to do a little Fight Night Champion. I might do a little RDR2. I've been seeing some cool shit about the map on RDR2. So, uh, I'll be on tonight. I know you won't hear this till Monday, but, uh, if I could send this to you telepathically, I'll be on tonight. I'll be playing. Um, that's it for me. As always, don't drink a drive. Get an Uber. Get a Lyft. I love you all. Be safe out there. I'll talk to you next week. Love you. Bye.